Hi and welcome once again to GP Core Content. In this episode, we're going to be talking about keratitis, uh, focusing on general bacterial keratitis and viral keratitis, uh, briefly touching on fungal keratitis, uh, and not talking at all about acanthamoeba keratitis, lutetia interstitial keratitis, microsporidial keratitis, and infectious crystalline keratopathy. So in terms of background, keratitis is infection of the cornea. Generally, the cornea copes well with minor injuries or abrasions. If it's scratched, you get healthy cells which slide over quickly and patch the injury before infection occurs and vision's affected. But if the scratch penetrates the cornea more deeply, the healing process will take a bit longer and then causes your symptoms, which are mainly focused around the unilateral painful red eye. Deeper scratches can also cause corneal scarring, resulting in haze in the cornea that can greatly impair vision. Uh, and then scratches are also can set you up for bacterial keratitis. So most bacteria will only produce keratitis once the integrity of the epithelium is compromised, such as following corneal abrasion or prolonged contact lens wear. However, noting there's exceptions to that, so gonorrhea and haemophilus influenza, they're able to cross the intact epithelium. So what are the key features of history in keratitis generally? So basically you're going to get a unilateral painful red eye with reduced, possibly with reduced visual acuity. You're going to have photophobia in a foreign body sensation as well. And they really apply to all of the types of keratitis and different kind of strengths. What are the key features of examination in bacterial keratitis? So talking about different types, we'll talk about, I guess, pneumococcal first of all. So the specific features of pneumococcal are that you have a unilateral painful red eye with possible visual acuity disturbance. On exam, you'll see a corneal epithelial defect. Uh, it'll have, or may have edema, may have a leveled hyperpion. The defect itself will have an advancing border, so a creeping edge with a dense infiltrate and you'll see undermined edges on that border, and the trailing edge of that border might show signs of healing. In gonococcal keratitis, which is kind of a more severe, you know, or manifestation of a more severe pneumococcal keratitis, that's not correct. But you get the idea. Uh, so in gonococcal, you're going to see severe lid edema and purulent discharge, as well as a unilateral painful red eye. And you'll, again, you'll see that corneal epithelial defect in fluorescein staining. So really the main difference in gonococcal there is that you've got some more severe symptoms, so more severe lead edema, more purulent discharge. So what are the specific features of pseudomonas keratitis? So again in that, you've got your general keratitis symptoms, so a unilateral painful red eye corneal epithelial defect and fluorescein staining, reduced visual acuity and edema. In addition, you're going to see greenish-yellow or blue-green discharge. The surrounding cornea may have a ground glass appearance. You might see a ring abscess without epithelial defect at all, and it's noted by a rapid progression to marked edema. What are the specific features of herpes simplex keratitis? So again, in that, you're going to have a unilateral painful red eye with reduced visual acuity. You're going to see the epithelial defect on fluorescein staining, and you're going to have edema. Particularly in herpes simplex, you're going to see that unilateral dendritic ulcer. So it's generally described as being branching with terminal bulbs, 
and swollen epithelial borders. If this becomes enlarged, however, it becomes geographic and loses those linear features with the branching in the terminal bulbs. And it's probably going to be associated with a primary HSV1 infection. So you might see things like rash, fever and ODI as well. The specific features of fungal ulcers are again unilateral painful red eye with reduced visual acuity, the corneal epithelial defect seen on fluorescein staining, but particularly in fungal ulcers you'll probably see a central corneal involvement. You'll see a raised creamy surface with feathery edges that can mimic a dendritic ulcer. You might see satellite lesions and you might see an immune ring. So you see that central lesion, then an opaque ring around that with a clear zone in between the central lesion, kind of like a target. You might see an unleveled hyperpion and if it's pigmented fungus, the ulcer will appear as a raised leathery brown lace and you're probably going to have minimal lid edema, even with severe cases. What are the key investigations in keratitis generally? So generally you're not going to do investigations, you're going to refer to ophthalmology where they're going to consider uh, doing corneal biopsy or smears and cultures if needed, but really it's going to be managed by the specialist. So what are the key features of management in bacterial keratitis? So the key features of management in bacterial keratitis are refer, refer to ophthalmology where they will consider using things like antibiotics such as fluoroquinolones as your first line antibiotic, it's a broad spectrum antibiotic. Things that they will consider using would be ciprofloxacin 0.3% or ofloxacin 0.3% uh, and cycloplegics to prevent synechiae forming. You can also use concentrated or fortified combination therapy and systemic therapy if you've got gonococcal. And then, then if you have needed to culture and get sensitivities, you can go on to doing specific antibiotics uh, for each type of bacterial infection. You can use topical steroids as well, but you need to strike a balance between that, um, so between the benefit and the adverse effects, hospital for severe infection. Other things to consider are discontinuing contact lens wear, uh, taking equipment for MCS, and using systemic antibiotics if you have a systemic infection, perforation or any intraocular extension. So what are the key features of management in viral keratitis? So again you want to refer to ophthalmology, they're noting if you do have recurrent uh, viral keratitis you can commence treatment in the community if you have a clear plan. Ophthalmology will consider using topical antivirals such as a cyclovir ointment, gancyclovir gel, trifluoridine, also using topical corticosteroids for stromal infections, which are those deep viral infections, lubricants, removing contact lenses. And then noting that viral keratitis tends to recur as if the virus reactivates. Uh, so you, sometimes if it's frequent, you can use oral antivirals regularly, which tends to halve the rate of recurrence. Also, there's a link between sunlight and recurrence, so sunglasses might help. What are the key features of management in fungal keratitis? So fungal keratitis, you again want to refer to ophthalmology, where they will not use corticosteroids and use topical antifungals such as amphotericin B 0.15% or topical natamycin 5%. What are the complications of keratitis? 
So the main complication you're trying to prevent is losing your visual vision or visual acuity. So it can lead to corneal scarring, which can even occur with a completely appropriate treatment. That can obviously lead to visual acuity decline, irregular astigmatism, which can go on to have driving and occupational implications. And in severe cases, keratitis can lead to corneal perforation and loss, complete loss of the eye. So what are the side effects of topical corticosteroids and keratitis? So I guess they're good in terms of they can minimise the amount of corneal scarring, but they're bad because they can decrease the rate of epithelial healing, inhibit the host immune response, inhibit collagen synthesis, which can lead to melting of the cornea, and they can raise the intraocular pressure overall. Cool, that's it. Thanks for listening. Uh, talk to you soon.